Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everyone. That's right, evening. This good is. Uh, this helps me go to sleep. This is episode, episode 18. 18. Episode really? 18. Uh, I can't believe we Grab made this. Grab a scotch long. and sit down. Yeah. Uh, so if we're getting a guest on before episode 20, we need 20. to. Uh, I already have one. I've already have. We already have one in the can. What's your name? No, I'm not even. That's a surprise for later episodes. Um, how so old is she? How Rob, how Rob Ford. how do we how do we. Um, iTunes, share, Google tweet, Play, sharing care. and Anchor is Thank where you. it is hosted. So that's your ability Facebook to subscribe. Yeah, Some share us on Facebook. It. Share us on... Uh, us don't forget it. to tag us. Right? Please, like keep, yeah. Uh, you know, just yeah. keep sharing and caring. Well, I'm going right? to make a Josh Bond Facebook page. <laughs> uh, Please do. Make it a public <laughs> figure page. One from one of the events like the wise. Where's Grazai? The beginning of the day while he was still... Before we started golfing. So can't believe oh, you, you left too? before dinner. We're all talking about so just oh, for those who were talking about the wise no. guys golf tournament. We had volleyball so that we're all involved with. That our team would have forfeited if we didn't go. Okay, okay. back on topic, guys. Is Shieldsy or sorry, Shields and uh, nope. Uh, who no? Bozak. Okay, are Bozak. We, Bozak we that was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm recording. recording. Yeah, I'm just yeah, waiting okay. for you guys to finish. Sorry. So uh, we get a lot of questions, uh, gentlemen, about um, how our different industries are compensated. Okay. Yes. So, uh, you know, first of all, I mean, uh, Leave the let's go alone. with let's go with the lawyer first. Yeah, sure. Pick on me. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people do like to pick on lawyers. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you get called to the bar, and the next thing you know, it's cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. High fees, no work. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. problem. And that's the problem. It's what people uh, always think. So yeah, we're trying to set the record. I always straight. like to say perception's one hundred percent a reality. Yeah. So, yeah. let's set the record straight, Bondo. Yeah. So, I mean, there's two different things that you look at, right? There's the compensation that the lawyer charges and then what the compensation that the lawyer actually gets. Um, so generally speaking, somebody like myself, if I'm billing things out on an hourly rate, the hourly rate that I charge is 395. What I get is likely, if I get half of that, I'm, I'm doing very well. Um, but for different types of work like real estate, it's more done on a, a piecemeal basis or on a, a block bill basis. Sometimes, you know, if we were to do it hourly, charge out hourly, we would do okay. Say on a sale, we normally charge roughly about $1,000 and on a, a purchase, roughly about $1,200. It could go up a little bit depending on what's involved in the can, transaction. Can you tell them why it's different for purchase and a, and a, a sale? Yeah, a sale, you're usually dealing with a transfer and discharging a mortgage and discharging a mortgage is simpler than registering a mortgage. Uh, so on a purchase, you're doing the transfer and you're registering the mortgage. And then you have the requisition date too, to make sure there's no liens or anything. Correct. Too. Yeah. So technically add, the purchase, there's you're registering title, Correct. the ownership and registering the mortgage Correct. if there's a mortgage on it. Right. Correct. So there's in theory, not double the work, nope. but but there's a couple of added pieces that require, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. You're, you're you're verifying that to the the client and to the bank that this is good title. Yeah, and a lot of times purchase. it doesn't go super smooth like everybody thinks. No, either, so it, it's, it's there's so much work. that goes behind the scenes yeah. that you know the lawyer doesn't tell the client because yeah. they really don't need to know. Yeah. The client wants to hear, look, it went smoothly. Yeah. Here's my right? key. Here, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's all they want to know is where's my key. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So gener got generally that's the way that uh, we're compensated. And uh, so it's either on a, a block 
method or an hourly rate. And generally speaking, for real estate on the block method, it is sometimes you win. So I can do a sale and really only have maybe an hour and three quarters into it yeah. or, or two hours. So on the hourly rate, it would have been $800. But 50% of the time, I've got three hours into it. And trial lawyers right. are different and all that too. Trial lawyers are usually like all, all all by the hour, Yeah. right? And, uh, what about well, the lawyers that say that I only get paid if you win? That's a contingency fee. Yeah. So those ones are more usually reserved for your, your, your personal injury litigators. Ambulance chasers? Is I, that yeah, that's a different <laughs> vernacular I think what <laughs> people need to realize, though, when it comes down to the lawyer's fee, and, yeah. and as you said, what the firm charges and Correct. what you actually get, yeah. there's the overhead cost, right? Absolutely. There's the, the office space. Yeah. The clerk. Uh, there's insurance. the clerk. The, absolutely. Like so many variables, Membership so many views. additional yeah. costs in there that people don't see at the end of the day. They see the glamour of, but, you know, the reality is they also didn't. The person that's looking from the outside in didn't see the student loans in some yep. cases. They don't see the time invested into it as well, right? So, well, when you, you break know, it the, down this way, Trev, realistically, the way I practice, I have more than two and a half hours in every file. You guys know you work with me, yeah, right? I mean, we dialogue about a file 10, 15 minutes here, you know, with uh, Jeff, 10, 15 minutes with Trev, right? Mm -hmm. So that all adds up. So you got to think. At a thousand bucks, that's two and a half hours of my time, mm -hmm. not accounting for anything else. Yeah, and I spend on average in excess of two and a half hours per file, yeah. regardless of what it is. So, yeah. you know, it, uh, you know, people have to peel the onion back a little bit. And, for sure. And if I can chime in here, just uh, just to say that, like, you do have to because you work for a firm, you do have to allot your time by the every fifteen minutes. Like, it's it. And maybe because you're more senior, it's a bit different for you. But I know of a lot of lawyers. Every six minutes. It's you for you. It's every, your firm is every six. Mo most firms, it's six minute increments. Wow. So there you go, everyone. So that. Just How do you feel about your tax lawyer right now? Yeah. <laughs> if he's only no charging, if he's only no charging you fifteen minutes Josh at a time. Tax law. Yeah. If he's, but I, I get in trouble for saying that. I love my tax lawyer. That's all I'll say. I'm just bringing it up. If he's only doing fifteen yeah. minutes at a time. Yeah. So, um, so okay, great. That, it, it's, that, a, it's a point. That's a point one. Listen. Right. <laughs> right. So point one would be ten percent of an hour. Of an hour. Yeah. Right. Okay. Six so minutes. Six minutes. Six yeah, minutes. One, one so, um, so, all right, Trevor. Next. So, Trevor, you're next. You're on the. You're on the chopping block. Okay, uh, so I am compensated uh, for the most part as long as I'm doing a uh, regular transaction, so normal income qualified, regular down payment, all that fun sort of stuff. I am compensated by the lender specifically being paid a finder's fee or a commission for facilitating the approval. Uh, a lot of people do ask this question as a broker, how do you get compensated? In the event that I do have to facilitate private financing for somebody or I am in the alternative lending space that requires some extra time, uh, I do at that point have the ability to charge a brokerage fee or a broker fee uh, depending on the file. Uh, I do handle it on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, I can tell you on a private file I will always charge a broker fee because otherwise I'm literally working for free. That's the only way I can be compensated on an alternative file. There is instances where the lender that is charging a fee uh, is compensating me out of that fee where I don't have to actually charge a fee um, unless it requires extra work. So that's 
in a nutshell, how I'm compensated. All right. Well, I'll talk about how real estate agents are compensated. A lot of times they aren't compensated. In fact, there's no set charge. We really only get paid on successful transaction. In some cases, you can get paid without a successful transaction. If someone tries to walk away, you can go after them for your commission because you firm it up and all that. But typically uh, for a real estate agent, at least for myself, um, when you list a house, the list that the sellers typically pay and it's standards usually about 5%. There are people that do six and seven. There are a lot of people that do four. There's some people that do less than that. But if you're a, 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 good, lo- a good, good agent who's yep. been doing it for a while and you've got certain costs that you have associated, you, you realize that you're, you can incorporate. T- typical high-end agents are paying 53% of their income to income tax for it. They've got all their fees, their insurances, their, their office fees. Typical office splits are anywhere from 50-50 to 95-5. Uh, most often it's 70-30. So for example, if you make a $10,000 commission on a successful sale and only on a successful sale, 3,000 of that will go to your brokerage. Then with the remaining, you have to pay for all your expenses, your cars. I know everybody says boohoo, your cars and all that, but it is a marketing tool. Staging. Uh, in my case, staging consultations, professional photography, because nowadays, if you're an agent who's not using a professional photographer or you're not using a professional stager or now a new thing is video, yeah. you almost have to have a video on there, guess what? You, you don't get the listing. You know, and there's other agents out there that said, I will do it for, for uh, 4%, but then you're getting an agent who's probably going to get you 10% less on your price. So you get what you end, pay for a lot of times. You get what right? you pay for in real estate and lawyers and mortgage brokers and insurance. doesn't matter what you do, you get what you pay for. But really, typically it's 5% that the selling the seller pays for it. Two and a half goes to the buying agent. Two and a half goes to the, the listing agent. And that is negotiable, and there's many different rates, but that's more than likely the standard rate you're paying. And of that 2.5%, there's a broker split on top of that. So really you're paying the industry and people think the agents get paid big money. They get paid big money if they do big work. And big work for me is anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week. Just like back to Josh though. Tip, yeah. Typically the seven days a week. versus and all what that. he yeah. makes and, is and, different and it's, compensation. It's, it's more or less the industry that you're paying, not really yep. because the prices that real estate agents are set in, are set in its ways for a long time. But you got to think it's like free agency for hockey. Until they started disclosing all the salaries, they didn't go up. Yeah. You know, so real estate agents are kind of the ones that push the envelope on the market and raise the prices. So it's almost built in the compensation, and you only pay an agent on a successful sale. The best part about hiring an agent, and I really encourage you to do it, if it's a buying agent, the buying agent typically doesn't charge you anything because they get compensated from the seller. So you get all the agent's expertise, time, weekend showings, everything. And you don't pay them a penny. They're just there to assist you. So and that's I, the way I'm pretty much compensated. And I'm going to chime in on this one, too, because I lived in Australia for three years. And I can tell you that yeah, in I Australia. Is it an auction or something? Yeah. So one, uh, yeah, so one, the uh, depending on the market, yeah, it's it's a it's an auction. Like a live auction. A live right? auction. Okay, uh, I saw that. And, <laughs> and two, if you are uh, using an agent, which you can. There's nothing that says that you can't. Mm-hmm. Um to represent you in these auctions, uh, you as the buyer have to pay the agent the the pre-agreed amount. And you know uh, what, like I have to put an asterisk on there too. Many people do pay for the buying agent to represent them because they will buy a comfrey. So when you're properly doing your job, you sign someone to a buyer representation agreement that has compensation built in there at a rate of 2%, 2.5%, 3%, whatever 100%. people want yep. to set for their own yep. their own time. And, and, you know, different people have different expertise on that. 
and then they have to pay. So the problem here is that the comp-free model, and, and I don't want to slander it, go to town if you think you can sell your house, go for it. You know, I've been doing it for 15 years trying to trying to learn it. I'm still not, you know, perfect on it. That's why they say they practice real estate. They practice law. They practice medicine because we're always learning really on it, right? And With the comp-free, it ends up on the lawyer's lap. Yeah. It's, all right, it, all it, the it's questions. all on the lawyer's stuff for that too. Right. But the comp-free model is you're they're fully compensated up front as soon as you sign the paper. I just love how he pulled himself in with lawyers and doctors. <laughs> Damn right. It's all the same, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's the same, yeah. But just remember, there's HST on a lot of our fees as well, right? Yeah. So, you know, when it's 5% plus plus, the agent, plus, HST. plus HST, right? So yeah. same with the legal. So that's the compensation model for real estate agents. So it's not all going to my pocket. I'm going, woohoo, look at me. You know, it's it's paying the industry. It's paying the taxes and especially the government. Brandon, what's your like? And we don't get paid for doing stuff like podcasts. Yeah. Nope. So like uh, uh, like like you gentlemen, um, well three we were three of us are, are commissioned, and then you know we are. I can't bill you, right? Unlike the lawyer, you, you can bill for your time. Well, the MFDA and Fisco do not allow me to uh, have billable services. For example, same for me. I have to disclose any kind yeah. of compensation other than the commission. Yeah, Correct. yours is similar too. And you were saying the in the, an earlier episode, yeah. MERs or something. Right? That's right. So there's there's two there's two um, divisions of, of my business. Well, actually, three divisions of my business. So with, at Sierra Smith Financial, um, we uh, do group. We're a big big group. Uh, brokers, um, uh, and basically, from that, it is a it is a percentage of the annual premium that uh, we get we get compensated by the um, the the I guess the Great West Life the firm Great West Life Sun Life you know can, um, uh, Manual Life you name them yeah. they pay us for brokering it out if if they end up being the successful. Um, um, winner uh, of the of the group benefits. It's very so very similar to how Trevor gets paid on those group benefits. It's a every institution is, can be different. Um, we do disclose that to our group bene- uh, our group benefit customers, so they they are fully aware and the services that come with that, meaning full time staff. You know, do you uh, do group as well? I do. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I'm very active in the group space. Absolutely. Um, then we have the insurance. Uh, side of the business the insurance side of the business again is commissioned so you can meet with me like nine times and kicking the tower on quotes and stuff like that I do not get paid on any of those times there is no uh, minimum salary nothing of that nature or guarantee that that uh, CR Smith gives me in it's order. Customer you're service eat, really it's right customer yeah, service, it's customer service. Uh, I'm, I'm eating it uh, yeah. so basically um, every um, Every policy is different. So under our contract with Sun Life, uh, we have to sell Sun Life insurance products. Under group benefits and wealth, we are brokers. So, But Sun Life, I think, owns a lot of... Yeah, we, it's pretty big. Yeah. So it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Um, and they're fairly competitive. And, and ver- from a, a financial, financially soluble perspective, uh, when you're doing financial planning, uh, to be able to look into the people's eyes and go, hey, listen, this company's going to be around in 30 years, 40 years to pay this out, so don't even worry about it because Sun Life's 152 years old. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, uh, we get paid on the annual premium, and every product is different. So uh, again, I disclose percentage that. Based? It's percentage-based. Okay. So if you get a rider, 
uh, or if you get if you decide to pay monthly versus annually. Annually is obviously cheaper in most cases than monthly. Um, I don't get paid on the, the the monthly. I get paid on the annual premium. So right? the whole year is paid. paid up. Then you have to wait till the year is paid up, and then you get paid. No, no, no. So, so no. So if so, that's a very good question. So if someone cuts me a check for an annual premium, mm-hmm. then yeah, I get I get that annual premium. Paid up front. But up if front. someone's paying four hundred dollars a month, for example. So if it's four hundred bucks a month a, as an example. Uh, that would depend on the contract, and the so. It's kind of a bit technical in the sense that I would get the the one the one up front, hmm. but then every year when that policy anniversary comes up, you I pay it, again. it, it you get, get paid again. So we have, unlike what you gentlemen have, which is a one-time commission, it's a higher commission, uh, Sun Life specifically, uh, we are a lower commission, but we have a trailer. Mm-hmm. So as long as that contract's in force, on the policy anniversary date of, of that particular policy, I get the lower trailer Some every residual single year. It's residual income for 25 income years, for, 30 for years. For as long as that policy is in force. Okay? Okay. Now, just like every sales job, if you hit certain metrics, like certain sales levels and what have you, there are Bonus bonuses. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But that is something that I always t- – and again, I tell all my clients, I mean, like that is a crapshoot. So it, it all depends on how many years you're in the business – um, and and what levels you're at and what have you. So I don't really, I basically tell them exactly what I'm making yeah. off of their particular policy. Yeah, like I, for real estate, we have it, like a lot of people start at 70-30. Right. If you hit a certain That's target split, for the year, you go to 90-10, 95-5, but then you start over right from scratch the next year. That's right. Because you know, it's, all based on, it's all based on volume. Volume. Yeah. So we're... we're very similar. Our yeah. calendar year starts in January. So it's like, work uh, your butt off, do it again. My compensation is very similar, right? Yeah. I mean, but mine's a little bit different with the office, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get like 40%. Yeah. Till I hit a certain threshold. And then after that threshold, it's, I get 75. Yeah. So it starts then, over. So do your cost Next go, year starts over. Do they go up as the year goes on or do they go down? My, I'm my just cost? joking. Yeah, oh, so, <laughs> once so, you hit the threshold, yeah, it's gonna absolutely crazy. right. So the final, the final facet, the final facet is the wealth facet. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we, I touched on this in in other episodes. We get a percentage of the management expense ratio, which is only two thirds of one percent, and one percent goes to the brokerage, and then we get two thirds of that one percent. So, example, someone buys fifty thousand RSPs. So if someone buys fifty thousand dollars of RSPs, and the MER on that is two uh, percent plus HST, which is two point two six. The HST obviously goes to the government of Canada, one percent. And then let's assume for a second it, it is at fifty grand. So one percent of fifty thousand dollars is five hundred. So five hundred goes to the 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 fund company that actively manages the portfolio and and trades. This is annual, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, and then the other 500 goes to the brokerage. And then out of that 500, two thirds or around $330 uh, would come to yeah. myself or, or C.R. Smith. Financial. So with the 50,000, then if someone's keeping that until they're retired, basically every year on the anniversary of that 50,000 being in there, it's another payday kind of? It's not right. on the anniversary okay. of the contract Annually, because right. it's, it's done monthly. Okay. Yeah, because wealth fluctuates. Yeah. So basically, uh, again, it, it all depends on the fluctuation of the assets. Uh, so that's what it is, two, like 2% as, as monthly? An ex- 
Well, no, no, it's it's not that because it's wealth under management. So basically, it's 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 each individual contract. If if that if that NER is two percent, right? That's annualized, calculated daily, okay. right? And but the two percent is generally speaking for the year. Correct. Okay. okay. And then that's no, amortized. Month, like, that's no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. And then that's amortized. <laughs> and that's amortized daily, and then paid yeah. out mid month. But ba it's all based on. Uh, um, so the way yours kind of works, you kind of try to structure yours to have residual income on a regular basis Absolutely. with lots of clients. Yeah, so the, right? the residual income, like when, you the know, bigger people, your book, so the speak, bigger your right? book, the better you are, but yeah. it takes a long time to get the there. And they put yourself into the position of 2008 yeah. and yeah. 2009. So, Everybody hated and wanted to <laughs> Right, yeah. but also all the, your income drops significantly. Oh, yeah. Right, because the TSX lost forty-seven percent in mm -hmm. two, between two thousand eight and the end of two thousand and nine, which meant that every single advisor would have lost, uh, if you were to use averages, forty-seven percent of their income. How many people do you think got out of the business in that year? A lot. Yeah, a lot would have. Yeah, hmm. but what people don't probably the same percentage of people that got out of real estate, that got out of mortgages. But and then on top of that too, like we, we, people don't realize too, like I also were just were treated like uh, real estate agents. Right, like we, the we don't get a car allowance. We don't. We have to pay for our offices. We have to pay for benefits, our benefits, vacation, vacation uh, all same. that. I'm the same. Right? So all of that has a cost. I mean, like I have to have an office. I have to have a computer. I ha I have to buy the computer from the company. See, but when you're self-employed, cell phones, you can write those off. Yeah. Right. So that's why. But in you're an still earlier episode. It's harder to get a mortgage. Yeah. Right? yeah. Everyone thinks it's free money though, but we're yeah. still paying for it up yes, front, right? Absolutely. So I love when someone turns to me and goes, "Well, that's a write-off, right, Curry? Yeah, but yeah. I gotta earn money in yeah. order to write it off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not dollar for dollar, the No, it's not dollar for dollar, and that's hilarious. That's I another wish. episode. But I would really that be amazing. Really dollar, like to have one of dollar. Those Beautiful C.R. Yes. Smith golf shirts. Yeah, oh. those are nice. Yeah, they are nice. Hey, Puma. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they are. <laughs> so. All that took was golfing on his team in the Wise Guys Charity Tournament last week. Yeah. Hashtag You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. I'm not That's a golf me. fan. That's another episode. I'm not a golf fan at all. Well, we're going to convert you. Apparently, <laughs> well, uh, we're that playing is, in uh, Duffer's Day yeah. for Royal Page, but there's going to be three different teams out of this group. Are you, are you going to Duffer's I'm, Day? I'm, I'm going to be... I'm on the fence right now because we've got the Welland County Association. So Carlo texted me or emailed me yesterday, which is the day before. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be golf and golf. Okay. Yeah. So if there, I may be available and I may not. Yeah, you are. I mean, let's wrap this up because we just wrap it up and take it offline. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah no one cares about your golf schedule, Bondo. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. we care. See my drive. Uh, all right. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. I'm Brandon Curry. Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And Jeff Collins. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Out. <laughs> The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have faults. He had the same amount of faults as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.